Taking them from the underground command post. Deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Everybody, Mark Levin here, our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. You know what, folks? The way you deal with bullies is to confront them and kick them in the you-know-whats. And how many more budget cycles will we go through where the Democrats threaten to shut down the government and threaten to blame the Republicans because they know they have the Praetorian Guard media behind them? And so I say, shut it down. And the rest of the American people will quickly learn in a few weeks' time that it's really not a five-alarm fire. It's not. And particularly in this instance, because the position of the Democrat Party is untenable. They are blackmailing the American people, more particularly the American citizen and people who are here legally. The Democrat Party has taken the position that either the President of the United States violates his promise to the American people and transitions into Lindsey Graham. Uh, And under those circumstances, they will cut a deal with the President of the United States to fund the government. The President can't agree to that. Already, Paul Ryan has buckled multiple times. He's given the Democrats what they want on this child health insurance program, which is another program that sounds great and is massively out of control. But the the Republicans have long ago given up any notion of trying to bring the budget under control, let alone the annual deficit or the overall debt. They don't even talk about it. So the Democrats are telling the American people, Either Congress legalizes illegal aliens, the vast majority of whom are not children, or we're shutting down the government. So the Democrat Party has told you what their priorities are. And the priority, number one priority is illegal aliens, foreigners who are here who are not supposed to be here, not the American people. That's number one. Number two. The Democrat Party in the form of Pelosi and Schumer and the rest have also told you that you, the American people, are no better than people from any other country. Now you might say, well, what what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? What they are telling you is that even though they are your elected representatives, even though their obligation is to you, their constituents, even though their obligation is to this country, They are prepared to shut down the government, regardless of all that. It's a big deal. Number three, the Democrat Party has made abundantly clear through Cory Booker, through Dick Durbin, through a conga line of left-wing Democrats in the House and Senate and in the Praetorian Guard media, that America is no better than Venezuela, Haiti, Zimbabwe, North Korea, Syria, or any other country on the face of the earth. None of which they will move to, of course. So the Democrat Party has exposed itself hugely. 
And I do not know why the Republicans are running scared. I do not know why the Republicans don't get to the microphone one after another and state exactly what I just said, that the Democrat Party has said that illegal aliens, people who are here illegally, come first, second, and third, and they're prepared to shut down the federal government unless the President of the United States legalizes illegal aliens Unless the President of the United States morphs into Lindsey Graham, unless the President of the United States rejects his promises to the American people upon which many of you voted. Now, I made this point yesterday, didn't I? That the Democrats have chosen illegal aliens over the American citizenry. The Democrat Party has chosen what turns out to be 3.6 million people, not 800,000, and I'm going to get to that in a moment, as opposed to the other 320 million people in this country. This is the Democrat Party's priority. Now, my comments on this were heard apparently by Nancy Pelosi's office. Because Nancy Pelosi is all of a sudden reverse course. (laughs) this isn't about you see illegal aliens I mean even if we didn't have dreamers she says yes even if we didn't have dreamers this is a rotten continuing resolution oh don't let Nancy off the hook ladies and gentlemen cut six Mr. Producer go well it's not a shutdown of Berdaka how many more times do I have to say (laughs) we have issues in terms of the, the funding as I said, if there never had been one DACA, one dreamer, thank God that there are, God bless them and their parents for bringing them here, but if there had never been one dreamer, we still have issues. Do you believe this idiot was Speaker of the House once, and she's the leader of the Democrats in the House? Notice she doesn't state the issues. Because now my comment is catching up with her. Nancy Pelosi is choosing illegal aliens above the American citizenry. Illegal aliens over her own American citizen and legal alien constituents in San Francisco. Every single Democrat, it would appear, unless they break ranks, has taken that position. Every single Democrat running in red states. Every single Democrat running in marginal congressional districts. Every single Democrat, unless they break ranks with the Democrat Party, is choosing people from other countries who are here illegally over the American people. Or as they mentioned over at Conservative Review, as applies to Lindsey Graham, making America last again. I just wish Lindsey Graham was up for election right now, so the people of South Carolina could send him packing. I really do. He's a United States senator from what country? And it turns out that that deal they tried to slide by the President of the United States could have let in legally or made legal as many as 11 million aliens. Not 800,000, 11 million. Lindsey Graham is a snake oil salesman. He's a goober. Can somebody please tell me why he's all over TV? Why is he all over Fox and MSNBC and CNN? Why is he on airport radar and sonograms? Why is he everywhere? The answer is, 
the media love this guy because they agree with what he's doing and what he's saying, as inarticulate and bumbling as he may be. Now, I want you to know that we're not talking about 800,000 dreamers. They're dreamers. Now, the people calling them dreamers, they don't really know most of these people, but they want them to be dreamers. They want you to think they're dreamers. What are they dreaming about? Well, with any group of people, you have good people, bad people, and people that are kind of just there, right? So why are all illegal aliens who were brought here by their parents dreamers? There's not a nightmare among them? I mean, let's be honest. Every kid who's an American citizen isn't a dreamer, right? What about illegal aliens who are in prison? Are they dreamers too? If they're 20 or 30 years old and they were brought over here as children? What about illegal alien children who who are older and murder people, rape people, torture people? Are they dreamers too? Obviously, all don't do that. That's not my point. We'll allow the libs to try and twist my words, but you get my point. Now, they can't even talk facts. I was stunned USA Today ran an article by Alan Gomez. The political debate over the fate of dreamers, quote-unquote, undocumented immigrants brought to the U.S. as children, has overlooked just how many there are in the country today. About 3.6 million. You keep hearing this figure, 800,000, 800,000. It's not 800,000, it's 3.6 million. That number of people who lives, risk being uprooted, is not widely known, in large part because so much public attention has been focused recently on 800,000, mostly young dreamers, accepted into the Obama-era Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program. See, the vast majority of the dreamers are not children. They're adults. The smaller group of dreamers, and we were using their, their language, is in the spotlight because President Trump terminated DACA in September, saying it was an illegal overreach of executive authority, which is what the courts have said. That can only come from Congress, which is negotiating with the president on a compromise plan. While many politicians use Dreamer and DACA interchangeably, the terms are not a distinction without a difference, said House Minority Whip Representative Stempy Hoyer. Dreamers got their name from the DREAM Act, a bill that has been proposed in Congress since 2001, but never passed, that would protect that group of immigrants. The 3.6 million estimate of undocumented immigrants, a.k.a. illegal aliens, brought to the U.S. before their 18th birthday comes from the Migration Policy Institute, a nonpartisan, nonprofit think tank that studies global immigration patterns. That is roughly a third of all undocumented immigrants in the country and does not include millions of their immediate family members who are U.S. citizens. A number so large as 3.6 million raises the stakes for both sides in the dispute over whether to deport dreamers, allow them to stay under prescribed conditions, or provide them with a path to citizenship. Why don't we provide them with a path to self-deportation? I know we're not allowed to use that phrase. We discussed that yesterday because Romney blew it big time as he has so many issues, being inarticulate and severely conservative. Actually, severely inarticulate would be better. But let's cut to the chase here. We're talking about 3.6 million people. If legalized, they have access to virtually the entire welfare state. Illegal aliens already pretty much do. 
And if legalized, the pressure will be on to provide citizenship. Once you provide 3.6 million illegal aliens with citizenship, we have what's called, despite what little Dick Durbin says we cannot say, chain migration. No, it doesn't mean putting people in chains and dragging them across the border. Chain migration means on average 20 to 25 relatives will be brought in or can be brought in by 3.6 million people. Now let's just pretend it's 10. What's 3.6 times 10? 36 million? What's 3.6 times 15? Uh Uh-oh. 54 million? Oh, I'm quick. I'm just messing with you. What's 3.6 times 20? You get the figures? This is no joke. This is a big deal. They're not talking about five-year-olds and they shouldn't be broken from their family. You've got to put away this propaganda that these people are pushing, that the Praetorian Guard are pushing. We're not talking about two, three, four, five-year-olds. You know how I know? We're talking about people who came here from 2007 and before. 2007 and before. The vast majority of whom are in their 20s and 30s now. It's just like they're not allowed to talk about illegal immigration, period, even though 40 to 45% of the people here illegally have violated their visas and are supposed to be kicked out. What are you going to do, round them up? What are you going to do, deport them? Well, some of them should be rounded up and deported. And every time ICE tries to do that, they go to a 7-Eleven. Nobody's hiding in shadows. Who's hiding anywhere? Anytime ICE tries to do that, they're attacked. They're attacked. Why is it that illegal aliens get better treatment than American citizens? What's with the disparate treatment between American citizens and illegal aliens? If an American citizen violates a federal law, misdemeanor or felony, they're going to be punished for the most part. If an illegal alien comes here illegally, suddenly they're noble, suddenly they're building America, suddenly we can't live without them, suddenly they're a dreamer, they're a dapper, they're a thiser, they're a thatter. But just understand what's taking place in Washington, D.C. today. The Democrat Party, with a few Republican miscreants, the Democrat Party, with a few Republican miscreants, are insisting not that 800,000 receive legalization, but that 3.6 million receive legalization, which will lead to tens of millions of others coming into the country, which is exactly why Dick Durbin says, well, who cares? America's no different than Haiti. America's no different than Venezuela. America's no different than, you know, uh, North Korea. And don't use the word hellhole. Don't use the word asshole. Don't use the phrase chain migration. Don't use the phrase illegal alien. Don't, Don't use any of those phrases. Dreamers who just don't have a piece of paper. That's all. Shouldn't we let people... It's a funny thing about the Democrats. They want all kinds of data on you when it comes to their health care system, when it comes to the IRS. If you screw up, they want to throw you in prison. Bob Mueller, as an example. But, if you're a liberal Democrat and you want to vote, what, you don't need papers? No, no, no papers. Or an illegal... Well, they just don't have papers, that's all. Basically, Republicans and conservatives have to have papers, and the others don't. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin.
six million illegal aliens in one big swoop are legalized. And then in another big swoop become American citizens. Which follows with chain migration. Eventually they all turn 21 years old and most of them are over 21 years old. Which means they can bring in multiple members of their family. Let's just say they each bring in 10. That's 36 million people. The Republicans will never win another national election. Period. It won't happen. This is why the Democrats are prepared to shut down the government and screw the American citizen. Because they are changing the very nature of American citizenship. They are changing the demographics of America. They are fundamentally altering the nation. Even though you voted for some of these people, these people don't care. Because the way they view it, you're in the rearview mirror. I'm quite serious about this. I am quite serious about this. The Republicans who go along with this are absolutely insane. I'll be right back. More logic than allowed by law. The Mark Levin Show. Call now at 877-381-3811. So they lie to us decade after decade. They tell us they're going to secure the southern border. They won't secure the southern border. They actually pass a statute to compel themselves to build uh, physical barriers on the southern border. In 2006, they don't fund it. And their deal with Reagan, they want amnesty for 2.3 million illegal aliens. They promised to secure the border. They don't secure the border. Now, they're completely out of the closet. Either we legalize 3.6 million illegal aliens. That's really what we're talking about. I'm not going to use their language. Dreamers and children. We're not talking about that. Either we legalize 3.6 million illegal aliens who may one day become citizens, thereby bringing in millions and millions of more individuals from other countries. We're going to shut down the government. We're going to shut down the government. This is the same Democrat Party that will not fund the United States military. The same Democrat Party that fought the Strategic Defense Initiative, a defense initiative to protect us from ICBMs, from rogue countries. And now we know, countries like North Korea and Iran and so forth. They opposed it. They fought it. I don't know how many more times people in this country who are Democrats, who belong to unions, and those who don't belong to unions, who think that the Democrats stand for working people, quote-unquote, I don't know how many more times you have to be fooled. I don't know how many more times. Same with minorities in this country. The Democrat Party uses you. The Democrat Party uses you for votes. The Democrat Party does everything it can to upset you, to create anger, to create jealousies. Promising to deliver you this and deliver you that. They deliver you nothing. Nothing. And yet it is the Democrat Party that will shut down the government. Shut down all the programs that they insist must be funded, not at 100%, but 110%. They're prepared to shut down those programs if these illegal aliens don't get legal, legalized status. Pretty incredible, isn't it? 
And so here we are. Let's go to Robin in Texas, Sirius Satellite. Go. Oh, Mark, it's so great to talk to you. What an honor. I, my, um, my wife says that every day. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She just gave you... me the look. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's all right. There's a bit of a delay. I'm driving. Yes. I'm a truck driver. Been doing it 18 years. You mentioned something a moment ago that that grabbed my attention about having to produce papers, and I'm glad you used that verbiage. Um, mm. I have to produce papers, if you will, at every shipper and receiver, and um, I, I am so outraged because. I have to produce papers to vote, and I have witnessed firsthand being in a receiver, having to produce papers, and the person next to me who, you know, I can't, I can't say definitively that they were not a citizen, but they were foreign and were not required to produce papers. And I want to well, make there's two things you don't, there's two things in this country where producing papers is really frowned upon. Number one, voting, uh, because the Democrats uh, want to stuff the ballots with a ballot box. Uh, and number two, uh, citizenship. That's pretty much it. And why? Because the Democrats insist on it. Who's ever heard of sanctuary cities where cities, where local mayors and city councils can vote and declare their independence from a federal law. Who's ever heard of such a thing? It's it's so um, inferior. It, it's inferior. diabolical. No, I agree. All right, my friend, I much appreciate your call. Thank you. Let's go to Justin in Chico, California, XM Satellite. Go. Hey, what's up, Mark? Uh, great show, man. You saved me from being a liberal. Just need to point that out. Without yes, you, sir. I still be trash and um, conservative. But anyway, um, yeah, I just yes, want to sir. correct the record um, that yeah. you said that we Trump isn't just talking about DACA. There isn't 3.6 million people that can be saved with DACA because there's DHS says there's only 790,000 that have ever registered. So I think we have to keep that in context. Oh, I don't care about that. I'm telling you there's 3.6 million people here, illegal aliens, who were brought here before their 18th birthday. Yeah, but Trump's not talking about those. No, but the Democrats are talking about more than DACA. Stempy Hoyer's talking about more than DACA. Yeah, I don't think Trump would ever budge to get... Sir, I'm not saying what Trump's talking about. I'm saying what the Democrats are doing. All right, well, maybe we're wasting our time talking about them because... Well, maybe you're wasting your time listening. Thank you for your call. I'm not wasting my time at all. I'm trying to get the facts on the table. Got that little 10% left of liberalism in there. There's nothing I can do about that. How many times are they talking about dreamers? They keep talking about dreamers, right? Dreamers are not necessarily related to DACA. Dreamers are people who were brought here before they turned 18 years old. Those are dreamers. Those are dreamers. Now, I understand what DACA is, but here is uh, Nancy Pelosi again. Cut six, Mr. Producer, go. But it's not a shutdown over DACA. Uh, How many more times do I have to say? This is, we have issues in terms of the the funding. As I said, if there never had been one DACA, one dreamer. So stop. See, she's using the words interchangeably. 
And that's not a mistake. That's not a mistake. They're, te- they're showing you their ankle. They're showing you ankle. They're telling you what they have in mind. DACA, and then dreamers more generally. After we're done with DACA, then we got the dreamers. Everybody else, that's not fair. They're not included. Well, they will be at some point. They will be at some point. Now we have this government shutdown being talked about. I'm not scared of a government shutdown. Are you folks? It is 6.41 p.m. Eastern Time. The government has shut down. And here we are, eating, breathing, clothed, most of us. In our cars, in our homes, in our offices, most of us. We're utterly and completely unaffected. The government shut down for nearly a month under Jimmy Carter. For nearly a month under Jimmy Carter. And nobody noticed. Nobody noticed. And nobody will notice it now. We get this cacophony of media coyotes howling. And front groups howling. And Democrats howling. And miscreant Republicans howling. But the fact of the matter is, most of you will be completely unaffected by this. No, the United States military isn't shut down. No, the CIA isn't shut down. No, the Border Patrol isn't shut down. Here's the irony. The very programs and policies that the Democrats and the liberals promote, most of them will be limited. The welfare state. Now the checks will keep going out. But it's very, very interesting. Most of the government departments and agencies that are affected are on the domestic side. So the Democrats are saying, hey, we're going to commit Harry Carey unless you give us what we want. And I say, let them commit Harry Carey. Let them say, we stand for the illegal alien against the American citizen. Let them say it. Now they're there. Uh Uh-oh, we kind of boxed ourselves in here. We have all these Senate races in Republican states. I thought we had them on the run. You know, years ago I said, and we're not going to dig it up. It just takes too much time. But years ago I said, at some point, the Republicans need to drive this wedge between blue-collar workers and the environmentalists. Between blue-collar workers and the elites. That would be too hard to dig up from years and years ago, wouldn't it, Rich? I mean, that would be quite a painstaking effort. Let's, do, let, let's see if we can, maybe over the weekend, maybe tonight, tomorrow. I don't mean for the show, it's, there's not enough time for that. But it was a point I made over and over and over again, because the Democrat Party wants to have it both ways. They played in Manhattan, they played in Palm Beach, they played in Palm Springs, and then they want you to believe they're playing to Newark, and Youngstown, and all the rest of it. No, they're not. The, 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 the fact is that the policies that Manhattan and, uh, and Greenwich and Palm Springs and Palm Beach and all the rest, that they promote are very, very harmful to the American workforce. Very harmful. The policies that the radical environmentalists promote or the policies that a billionaire like Tom Steyer promotes is extremely destructive of much of the Democrat base. And so I said many years ago, we'll see if we can find it, maybe we can, maybe we can't. 
We need to build a wedge between that. We really do. And here they go again. With the Democrat Party saying, hey, look, either you make more illegal aliens legal Americans and eventually citizens, or screw the American people. I want you to think about that. And if they shut down the government, it's not only on them. You ready for this? You're going to survive it. It's not a big deal. The government has been shut down since the 1974 Budget Act 18 times. It was shut down for around 15 days when Ted Cruz led his filibuster in the United States Senate in 2013. Because he wanted us to defund Obamacare, how right he was, and the way he was trashed by McConnell, the way he was trashed by the Republican elite and the Republican establishment, the way he was trashed by the Wall Street Journal editorial page, even people on our beloved Fox, just trashing Cruz, crashing him. We're going to lose the great uh, architect. What's his name? Carl Rove with a K. Carl Rove. So we're going to lose seats. We won seats. We won seats. So uh, the government's been shut down 18 times since 1976. Shut down under Carter, under Ford, under Carter, uh, under George H.W. Bush, under Clinton. George W. Bush refused to, to fight the budget fights. There was never any shutdown. That's the Carl Rove School right there. Obama got everything he wanted. The government was never shut down. Except in 2013, when Ted Cruz took the bull by the horns to try and defeat Obamacare three years after it was passed. And he was quite right, for which he was attacked by the Republicans. Look at the Republicans today. Look, look, at, look at Paul Ryan. Harold Mark, I've read every one of your books. Really? With your eyes open? No, no, you don't understand. I really am a conservative. Sure you are, Paul. Nice guy, but has lost his way. Like McConnell. Hey, you know what? Here we are. We're getting a bipartisan stuff done here. We really are. I got Lindsey Graham out there, and uh, we only knew what Trump wanted. Trump told you what he wanted, you jerk. Build the damn wall. Where the wall? How tall the wall? Where the wall? How wide the wall? <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's go to Bruce. Well, wait a minute. I've got to take a break. Bruce, hang on there. Everybody's holding with bated breath to hear what you have to say. We'll be right back. Mark Lovin. You know, the holidays might be over, but the winter has just begun. And according to studies, the air indoors contains up to a hundred times more pollution than the air outside. This can cause illness, allergies, unnecessary wear and tear in your HVAC system. You ever replace an HVAC system? It's a fortune. Leading to costly repairs, even worse, the premature replacement of the entire system. Resolve to breathe better with Filter By. Filter By is a small American company owned by a family and they came to visit me. And they showed me their products, the wide variety of products they have. And they said, you know, we would really like to tell the American people about what we're doing. We think we have far better products, far better service than these big box stores. Not that we're against big box stores, but we can do it better. We're entrepreneurs. I said, you know what, let's do it. 
And they became a wonderful, wonderful sponsor. So, resolve to be better with Filter by America's leading provider of HVAC filters for homes and small businesses. You know they carry over 600 different filter sizes, including custom options, all ship free within 24 hours. Plus, they're manufactured right here in the United States. Filter by offers a multitude of MERV options, all the way up to hospital grade. So you'll be removing dangerous pollen, mold, dust, and other allergy-aggravating pollution while maximizing the efficiency of your system. Now, not only do they have these terrific products and terrific selection, right now you can save 5% when you set up auto-delivery so you never need to think about air filters again. They show up, you take out the dirty, musty, pollen-filled old filters, and you put in the brand new ones. Save money, same time, breathe better with FilterBuy.com. Now, I told you they have 600 different filter sizes, including custom options. They are all shipped for free. Shipped for free within 24 hours. And again, they're manufactured right here. So you don't need to go to these, you know, Home Depot or Lowe's or whatever. It comes to you. These filters come to you. That's FilterBuy.com. FilterBuy.com. Give it a try. I know you're going to love it. All right. Let's see. Who shall we take? Sam, Cincinnati, Ohio, XM Satellite. Quickly, go. Hi, Mr. Levin. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I had a question posed to you. Should California, they're, they're taking in all these non-U.S. citizens into their state, and that's affecting the House number, the House yes, allotment it is. to California, correct? Correct, um, because so the way article, that, hold on now, hold on, hop, 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 hop. because the way the government looks at Congressional districts isn't by citizen, it's by the population, the people. And that's how they make districts. And this is exactly how the Democrats are monopolizing congressional seats in California. Go right ahead. It's not, ju- it's not just California. I mean. No, I know, I know. It's the whole country. But I'm pointing out California is a one party state. There's over 50 congressmen from that state. And particularly California, this is how they're doing it. Exactly. That's that's 100% correct. I mean, there's an article today in Politico talking about how California is scared they might lose a single House seat because of people not saying that they live in the state of California, non-U.S. citizens not saying they live in the state of California. But, I mean, in reality, they should be losing 10 to 12 seats just because of the sheer number of non-U.S. citizens that live in California. If those get redistributed... Look, look, I'll, I'll give you this whole immigration thing has been a, a, a fundamental alteration of the country through the back door. Chain migration was passed under cover of dark in 1965. The interpretation of the Constitution to mean that people can unilaterally create jurisdiction for themselves and their children when they have babies here, that is not in the Constitution. It's now being interpreted that way, and it's taken for granted that that's the way it works. Now we count people who are in this country illegally, people coming illegally as uh, uh, to determine the, the population and congressional seats. Uh, you, you can bet the framers of the Constitution had no such intention. Now we have um, uh, so-called sanctuary cities where they actually nullify federal law when it comes to immigration. Well, I can go on and on and on. This whole immigration thing has been a scam. During the last census, and I actually had to count a house that I knew for a fact had up to 20 non-U.S. citizens living in it, and I had to put a population down of 20 for that house. And you were a census worker at the time. 
Yeah, all they want to know is how many people live there. That's all they want to know. They don't want to know anything else about them. All right, my friend, I appreciate your call very much. We'll be right back. From the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. We are not done with this issue. DACA, Dreamers, government shutdown. The Democrat Party sides with illegal aliens. And their lobby groups. And are prepared to shut down the federal government. If they're not legalized. Now that's blackmail. That's blackmail. By the way, I want to mention something, then I want to get back to this. The House Intelligence Committee has completed its report on the FBI-DOJ collusion matter. It's classified. I think the American people, after all this time, I think the American people, after hearing day in and day out, night after night, newspapers, magazines, websites, broadcasts, about this issue, have a right to that report. I don't know why this report is classified, but it ought to be made public. I think the American people ought to know. The FBI and DOJ's role... In this election, the FBI DOJ's role with this Hillary Clinton campaign, DNC collaboratively funded dossier, which also included Kremlin input, and in my view was also used to secure a FISA warrant in what could be the greatest scandal, if not in American history, in modern American history. We shouldn't have to wait for certain members of Congress, particularly on the left, to leak parts that they think will help position their party in the next election and so forth. We paid for this report. I'm well aware of what classified information is. As chief of staff to an attorney general, I dealt with it all the time. This is different. This is a congressional report. This is put together by staffers and members of Congress. If there's a particular word or a particular individual that needs to be protected so they're not harmed or something of that sort, fine. But 98% of this report should be released. Keep something in mind. The intelligence agencies, DOJ and the FBI, did not give this committee access to all of the classified information. So that's already been shaved down. But there is no point in a republic for Congress to create a report and report to itself for Congress to create a report based on a Congress a, a congressional 
investigation and then issued the report to itself is utterly pointless. I've heard over and over again that the Russians were interfering with our election. It's our election that they were interfering with, right? That the American people have the right to know. We heard this over and over again. Well, the American people have the right to know. I have the greatest faith in Devin Nunes as chairman of the Intelligence Committee. I think this man is a hero. I think he's got more guts than any other member of Congress. I really do. He came under attack not just by the Democrats, not just by the media, but his own party, for God's sakes. Particularly in the Senate. Every effort should be made by the Republicans on this committee to release this report. I mean legitimately. Vote to release this report. I'm not talking about leaks. We leave that to the other party. We leave that to the FBI. We leave that to the NSA and the NSC. FBI, DOJ, collusion to affect the election. We talk about Russia's attempt to affect the election. And there is and was a Russian attempt to affect the election. It failed, but they tried. But now the senior level at the FBI, senior levels of the Department of Justice, senior levels of our own intelligence agencies, not the worker bees, we know who I'm talking about, they tried to affect the outcome of an election. Why isn't that important? It's even more important. Because it comes from within. It's tyranny from within. And let me be clear. What the senior level of the FBI was doing, and apparently senior levels at other intelligence agencies, is tyranny. Flat out tyranny. They were trying to influence the outcome of an election. They were trying to influence the outcome of a Republican primary. Backdoor surveillance of Trump world. Oh, yeah, right. It's incidental, they tell us. Then names are leaked to the media, like Flynn. So I would strongly encourage the Republicans on the House Intelligence Committee to take the next step, inform the American people. The American people, if informed, will make the right decisions. The American people need to be informed about what's taking place in their government. Particularly if there was an effort to affect the election. And there was an effort to affect the election at the senior levels of the FBI and the Department of Justice. There's simply no doubt about it anymore. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, there's a government shutdown looming. You better lock your doors. You better fill your bathtubs with water. You better, uh, you know, protect yourselves. The government is shutting down. The government's shut down tomorrow. Oh, my Lord, what are you going to be doing? I intend to go to one of my favorite restaurants. Should I eat red meat, fowl, fish? What should I do? Whatever it is, I need ketchup. What's that? We have somebody in the peanut gallery. Yes. What? Oh, now you're quiet. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, but in any event, oh, we. Okay, yes, we. Um, Chuck Schumer, October 6, 2013. Chuck Schumer, as you know, is a chameleon. He's a snake oil salesman. He's a fraud. Hence, he's the leader of the Democrats. Here's what he said 
four short years ago about government shutdown over immigration reform. Cut to go. Because we believe strongly in immigration reform. We could say we're shutting down the government. We're not going to raise the debt ceiling until you pass immigration reform. It would be governmental chaos. <gasps> oh. It'd be a hellhole, you might say, if you're Lindsey Graham. Governmental chaos. Maybe he's mentally deranged. Maybe he needs a psychiatric exam. Maybe he just can't remember. Maybe he's a pathological liar. Hmm? Where's Bandy X. Lee when you need her? Which is never. Now, Nancy Stretch Pelosi. Just a week or so later, two weeks later, October 2013. Cut three, go. Well, I joined the American people and they're disgusted at what happened uh, in terms of the shutdown of government. It's an unthinkable tactic to use uh, as a, 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 in, in the political debate. Oh, they must have been angry at Ted Cruz. It's an unthinkable tactic uh, to use a, 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 in the political debate. Now, I would encourage the backbenchers tomorrow morning to play the audio. It'll be available on MarkLevinShow.com on my website where we put the radio program. I would encourage the hosts at Fox to use it too, as they use so much of what I do at 6 and 7 p.m. on this program. Oh, yes, it's true. And that's a good thing. We'll do it one more time just for jollies. Chuck Schumer, October 2013, attacking the idea of a government shutdown, really attacking Ted Cruz. Here's what the snake oil salesman said back then. Cut to go. Because we believe strongly in immigration reform. We could say we're shutting down the government. We're not going to raise the debt ceiling until you pass immigration reform. It would be governmental chaos. And then stretch. Cut three. Go. Well, I joined the American people and they're disgusted at what happened uh, in terms of the shutdown of government. It's an unthinkable tactic to use uh, as a, 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 in, in the political hey, debate. Hey, 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 hey. Now, by the way, Jeff Zucker, will any of your phony journalists use the video? We use the audio on radio. Use the video of these two? Will Jake Tapper use it? Brian Stoutzer? who is in the Hall of Fame of Towson State, as I understand it, is one of the great accomplishments of the university there. Uh, what about Don Lemon? Don Lemon? Let's see, who else are the conga line of frauds over there at MSLSD? How about Chris Matthews? Is he still around, or did they chase him off finally? Uh, how about the morning schmo and Mrs. Schmo, a.k.a. Mr. Deliverance and Mrs. Deliverance? Will they use it? No. In fact, they need psychiatric care, in my humble opinion. Just, I'm just saying. How about Al Sharpton? He actually has a TV show on MSLSD. Al Sharpton. And he gets to pass judgment on everybody else. Fascinating America, isn't it? How about Lawrence O'Donnell? Stop talking in my ear. Who's in my ear? Yeah, that guy. How about Rachel Maddow? I don't even understand her show. I don't understand it. That's why I don't watch it. No, none of them will mention it. Because Chuck Schumer is a fraud and Nancy Pelosi is a fraud. 
Well, you can't shut down the government. I mean, after all, that's an unthinkable tactic. Unthinkable tactic to use in the political debate. That's what she said. And Schumer. You know, we could have done that. We could have threatened to shut down the government. We wanted immigration reform. It would be governmental chaos. So the Democrats now support an unthinkable political tactic and governmental chaos based on what they said. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Frankenstein said a government shutdown will kill people. So why are the Democrats going to shut down the government in defense of illegal aliens? I don't understand. The Republicans are so dense. They can wrap this whole thing around the people who deserve to have it wrapped around them. The Democrats. They build up a massive government for the purpose of shutting it down, which in turn is for the purpose of growing it bigger. How do you like that? Now the House is voting as I speak to avoid a government shutdown, and Paul Ryan is relying on Democrats to push him over the edge. The finish line. Can't listen to these conservative freedom caucus. I mean, come on! We got great members of Congress like Lindsey Graham. The conservatives, what's their problem? Now let's talk about the government shutdown on the merits. What is the government doing about spending? Are they controlling spending? No. What are they doing about the debt? Are they cutting the debt? No. How about the annual deficit? Are they addressing that? No. And so we have this massive propaganda campaign by the media and the Democrats and even some Republicans on and on and on. The government shutdown. My entire show tonight on Levin TV is about this. And the show I do tomorrow night is going to be about it, too. I'm going to make sure of it. Over $200 trillion in unfunded liabilities, over $20 trillion in fiscal operating debt, and nobody talks about it. Nobody. Certainly nobody in leadership. The Democrats, they don't care. They already stole all the money out of these Social Security trust funds. They already stole all the money out of Medicare. Now they're stealing money not just from your children, but next your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren in generations yet born. Because for them, they've got to continue to build their power structure, their centralized government. They'll never step back. That's why they defend Obamacare to the end, even though it doesn't work. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Trillions and trillions on poor people are still poor people. And their answer, trillions more. So they're never going to abandon their ideology. They're never going to abandon their ideology. And we're never going to have, apparently, an honest debate on substance about spending and not spending, borrowing and not borrowing, taxing and confiscatory taxes. They don't want to have that debate. So there's the genius Diane Frankenfeinstein, another one who could use a psychiatrist. Look, it's, 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 open, uh, it's open season. We can say whatever we want to. She sounds deranged to me. She was rambling the other day. She blamed it on cough syrup quintessential case right there of derangement, in my humble opinion. I know as much as Bandy X. Lee about Diane Frankenfeinstein. Yes, so now we're going to shut down the government and kill people. 
and the Democrats are defending illegal aliens. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't get any worse than this, does it? Have you ever heard of a congressman by the name of Eric Swalwell? S-W-A-L-W-E-L-L. He's all over TV. And for all the dumb liberals out there, you should be very proud because even a dumb liberal can get elected to the House of Representatives. As a matter of fact, it's not the exception, it's the rule. And I'm not going to start this clip because I would have to cut it off at the bottom of the hour. I'm going to play this clip after the bottom of the hour. For the common liberal. Talk to Mark now at 877-381-3811. You know, I love our 2010 Camaro. It's reached that age where things are starting to go wrong, of course. Now, I don't worry about those problems anymore. Not since I got extended vehicle service protection from CarShield. Getting covered by CarShield is such a great idea. It's affordable protection that can save you thousands for a covered repair. A new fuel pump costs over $500. Replacing a water pump's over 1000 bucks. And if you need repairs to a control arm or a torque converter, that sound impressive? I have no idea what those are. Most of us have never heard of these things, right? Until it breaks. Now we're talking about thousands and thousands of dollars to fix. Now they even have plants that cover your car's computer, GPS, electronics, and more. Car Shield's the ultimate in extended coverage. And they get your favorite mechanic or dealership paid directly. And that's really unusual. Because typically you have to subsidize it and then wait for a check. Sign up today and get 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while yours is in the shop. Save yourself from high repair bills. Get covered by CarShield like I did before something goes wrong. Call 800-CAR-6100, 800-CAR-6100, and mention code LEVIN. That's L-E-V-I-N, code LEVIN. Or visit their website, carshield.com. That's carshield.com. Use code LEVIN and you'll save 10% in either, either way, either the phone call or the website. That's 800-CAR-6100 or carshield.com. Code LEVIN. A deductible may apply. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Sarah Carter, who somehow seems to be really a top-level journalist. Therefore, she will never work at CNN, MSNBC, CBS, ABC, or the rest of them. A bombshell House... I was just mentioning this. A bombshell House Intelligence report exposing extensive FISA abuse could lead to the removal of senior governmental officials. A review of classified document, of a classified document, outlining what is described as extensive Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act abuse was made available to all House members today and the revelations could lead to the removal of senior officials in the FBI and the Department of Justice, several sources with knowledge of the document stated. These sources say the report is explosive, stating they would not be surprised if it leads to the end of Robert Mueller's special counsel investigation into President Trump and his associates. Well, I wouldn't hold my breath on that one. But let's continue. The House Intelligence Committee passed the motion along party lines Thursday to make the classified report alleging extensive FISA abuse related to the controversial dossier available to all House members. The report contains information regarding the dossier that alleges President Trump and members of his team 
colluded with the Russians in 2016 presidential campaign. Some members of the House reviewed the document in a secure room on Thursday. Representative Peter King, Republican New York, offered the motion on Thursday to make the Republican majority author report available to the members. Quote, that document shows a troubling course of conduct, and we need to make the document available so the public can see it, said a senior governmental official who spoke on condition of anonymity due to the sensitivity of the document. Once the public sees it, we can hold the people involved accountable in a number of ways. The government official said that after reading the document, some of these people should no longer be in the government. Now, the document also apparently outlines, quote, severe problematic, unquote, issues with how FISA warrants were packaged and used, states several sources with knowledge of the report. Over the past year, whistleblowers in the law enforcement and intel community have revealed to Congress what they believe to be extensive abuse with regard to FISA surveillance as previously reported. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I said it on March 2nd. I said it on the Fox and Friends Sunday. I said it on Hannity, I believe on March 6th. I knew they abused this FISA system. The dossier was used in part as evidence for a warrant to surveil members of the Trump campaign. And I said that too later, according to a story published this month. Former British spy, and I'll tell you why I felt that way. Because one DOJ official after another, one FBI official after another, when they were asked whether or not the dossier was used to secure one or more FISA warrants, they said they could not say. But if it wasn't used, they could say. Because it's not classified information to say we did not use opposition research in the form of a dossier. In fact, they would have helped themselves. But they never said it. Let us continue. The dossier was used in part as evidence for a warrant to surveil members of the Trump campaign, according to a story published this month. Former British spy Christopher Steele, who compiled the dossier in 2016, was hired by embattled research firm Fusion GPS. The firm's founder and paid by the Hillary Clinton campaign and the DNC. The firm's founder is Glenn Simpson, a former Wall Street Journal reporter who has already testified before Congress in relation to the dossier. In October, the Washington Post revealed for the first time that it was the Hillary Clinton campaign and the DNC that financed Fusion GPS. Incredible. The more times I say it, the more stunning it is. Congressional members are hopeful that the, classifi the classified information will be declassified and released to the public. We probably will get this stuff released by the end of the month, stated a congressional member who asked not to be named. But the government official who viewed the document said it will be tough for a lot of people to see this, and especially the media, which has been attempting to de-emphasize the dossier. It's going to punch a hole in their collusion narrative. Now, the, the House vote to make the report available to all members is a major step in exposing the long-guarded classified documents Obtained by the House Intelligence... You can kill it. I'm getting a headache. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Obtained by the House Intelligence Committee over the past year. It allows members of the House to view the report and could quickly lead to a motion to declassify the report for the public. Numerous House members told this reporter. It's a House Intel Committee document that deals with the assessment on the Department of Justice, FBI, and the oversight work that is being conducted by the committee, said a congressional source, who spoke on condition that they not be named. 
It's breathless. I'm out of breath now. This is a really serious matter. Now, the Republicans on the committee need to release their report. They need to release the report so we, the American people, so we, the American people, can know what's in it. About the FBI, the Department of Justice, certain officials, about the dossier. This was the attempt to influence the presidential election, which may have been more successful than the Russian attempt to influence the presidential election. Why are the Democrats not calling for the release of this information? I thought they were defending the, the sanctity electoral process. Where are the cheerleaders over there at CNN? Where is the conga line of miscreants and malcontents dressed up as reporters and journalists and hosts over at CNN and MSLSD? Do they have any interest in this whatsoever? No, they don't. They never will. Because they're progressives. And they are Praetorian Guard. All right, let's take some calls. Let us go to AJ, Illinois, on the Mark Levin app. Go! Mark, that is breathless. Um, I, I'm, I've got to go back to the subject of the uh, yes, shutting sir. down the government. But you're yes. right. If it's not made public, if that report isn't made public, we don't have a republic. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I think with the shutdown, the, Rep- the Republicans have a golden opportunity and the Democrats are stuck in a, in a win in a no win situation. It's exactly as you say. They're going to they're going to shut down the government of 330 million people for the sake of 800 illegals. But when they do that, us 330 million Americans are going to find out that our lives aren't changing. And yeah, AJ, here's the thing: that. if the Republicans would listen to me, and I'm so despised by the Republican establishment. Uh, but if they would listen to me, they will become victorious here. Absolutely. The Democrats have boxed themselves in. They've chosen a side, and they've chosen the wrong side. They've created a scenario which undermines them with the very people they claim to represent. Poor people, minority people, union people, other blue-collar working people in this country. And the Republicans should really... But But, but look... Paul Ryan's busy trying to assemble a, uh, a number of votes, including Democrats, uh, to prevent the government from being shut down. It is the Democrats who are shutting down the government. You know, Shep Smith over there at Fox News Channel, and of course I love everybody at Fox because I'll be there starting on Sundays, February 25th. So of course I love everybody. He said it's on the Republicans essentially because who controls everything? I, I'm shocked. I guess he's not familiar with the filibuster rule. There is a filibuster rule, you know, and that means that they control almost nothing. When it comes to when it comes to this, they control a lot. When it came to repealing Obamacare through the budget reconciliation process, that only required a simple majority. But here, the Democrats can actually filibuster. Go ahead. The it, with the shutdown, it, it's, it'll be a teaching moment for all of America. We'll all learn how little government we need to have an extremely successful uh, country with the kind of economy that's just booming now. Imagine yes. getting this kind of economic news while we have a government shutdown and while we're getting our Social Security checks, while we're getting our paychecks, while we're getting our monthly IRA statements. 
we're seeing everything just buzzing along fine, and it's a great time of the year for this to happen, too, because it's the middle of winter. we got nothing else to do. We, we get, we're almost done with football, whatever's left of it, and we can pay attention. Hey, watch it, pal, but go ahead. <laughs> we can pay attention to this. We can pay attention to the benefits of small government. We'll still have national defense. We'll still have everything provided for in the Constitution, but we'll be saving money from projects that the Democrats started that we don't need. And we'll be, it'll be a self-teaching moment. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you 100%. I appreciate your call. Let's continue, shall we? Bruce. Oh, there's Bruce. Lake Ron Konkama, Sirius Satellite. Sorry, Bruce. Mark Levin, I, I love your show. You're an incredible patriot, and I'll tell you what, I just love listening to your show. Thank uh, you. What I'd like to say is... Um, Okay, what I'd like to say is I think the wall is being used as a bargaining chip, and um, I think even if they, even if we decide to get the wall built, they're going to use that against us. So I think Trump should just right now drop the wall. All right, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Do you know what the Israelis are doing as I speak? Building fences. No, building walls. They don't believe in fences. They believe in walls. We got two borders, though, Mark. All right, listen to me. I know, and we're a country with 320 million people, not 13 million people. Now, we're a country that even our southern border, at least Mexico, is not the Palestinian regime, or Hezbollah, or the Iranians, or the Syrians. They're building walls 40 feet deep underground. 40 feet deep to keep terrorists out. Now, of course, people trying to get here, uh, the average person south of the border is not a terrorist, not a criminal. That's not my point. All I keep hearing is what we can't do. All I keep hearing is what we shouldn't do. Then we get the brainiacs who say you can't build a wall in the middle of a river. Wow, I never knew that, did you? Well, of course we know that. But there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles where you can build a wall. Why won't we do it? Why do all these other countries spend billions and billions of dollars on walls, and they work, and we keep saying they don't work? It's absurd. Of course they work. Of course they work. I just want to make a point, Mark. I, it's not that I'm saying don't build the wall. What I'm saying is, in this instance right now, the, it's a bargaining chip for them. If we get the wall, if they agree to build the wall, then we give up having all these people become legal. I would rather Trump say... Let me tell you a little secret. The president is looking for a deal to make most of these people legal. I would like Trump to say... Hold on, you're not listening to me. I know what you would like Trump to say. I'm telling you what he has said. Right. But he so we don't want a deal where they get what they want again and we get almost nothing. Right. 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 The wall, imagine funding the wall with asking the people to, in this country, all of the conservatives, to donate. The wall will be built twice as fast. There's a lot right. of First of all, do you know the government doesn't even permit you to do that? The government doesn't permit us to donate money to build a wall. First of all, they have to authorize it. It's called authorizing legislation. Then they have to appropriate the money. They do not accept donations. Are you aware of this? No, I was not aware of that. All right, now you are. All right, Bruce, I appreciate your call, my friend. Great call. I shall return. New Year's 
this resolution. Resolve right here, right now, that January is the month and 2018 is the year you stop living in fear of the IRS. Resolve right now to stop worrying if today is the day the IRS shows up at your work. Resolve to stop lying awake at night worrying how you'll provide for your family after the IRS garnishes your wages and freezes your bank accounts. Turn your resolution into reality and call the number one tax resolution firm, Optima Tax Relief. You know, Optima knows that behind every tax problem are good people. People with families, homes, savings, and paychecks that need protection. Which explains how they've resolved over half a billion dollars in tax debt for their clients and they're A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Plus, these guys are experts in helping their clients take advantage of the Fresh Start initiative. Perhaps the biggest break the IRS has offered. Give yourself the gift of resolution this year. Call the experts who I trust at Optima Tax Relief at 800-499-6300. 800-499-6300. That's 800-499-6300. All right. Let's continue. Let's see here. How about Carol? Aurora, Missouri, the great KSGF. Go. Hi, Mark. Uh, my name is Carol Jones. And, Mark, I want to tell you, I so appreciate everything you're doing for our country. Uh, I, I, I was almost at the point where I believed there couldn't be a turnaround. But today I see that all the hard work that you have done, people like your friend Sean Hannity have done, uh, and sticking with it uh, has brought the truth. And I believe that now our country is going to get the turnaround it needs to provide a better country for our children and our grandchildren. I thank you, Mark. You are, well, you, my heart is just so thankful. You, you are a very sweet lady, and now what we need is for the Republicans on this committee to share the report with the American people, not just among themselves, but with you, Carol, and me, and Sean, and everybody else who needs to see this. We need to see this. This is our country, what took place. I am certain what took place will appall people who are objectively you know, concerned about what's taking place in this country and love this country and really want a wonderful republic for their future, for their children and their grandchildren. Thank you, Carol. I appreciate it. John, somewhere in Wisconsin that I can't pronounce, the great WFAU. Go. Oh, it's an honor to listen to you. I've been listening to you for a long time. First time I got Thank through. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, back to DACA. Uh, what I'd like to see the Republicans strap on a pair. Tell the Democrats, okay, we'll legalize these three million illegals, but no chain migration. They don't get to vote for 20 years, and we get the wall. And we'll now, the thing about not voting for 20 years is I can see a liberal judge stepping in there and doing something like that, but... If we can end chain migration, that is a big, big win. There's no question. So we would need to look very carefully at some kind of a deal. But that would be a big deal, a good deal, somehow, some way. I'll be right back. From the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, everybody. 
everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there's no getting around these two subjects. The government shutdown and immigration. Uh, Paul Ryan is ecstatic right now. The government will not be shut down. Paul Ryan hasn't cut a single penny from the debt. He hasn't cut a single penny from profligate spending. He hasn't paid for a single brick on a wall on the southern border. I don't know what they're so ecstatic about. I say to the Democrats who want to shut down the government, to quote the great Clint Eastwood, go ahead, make our day. Yes. And we'll expose the entire fraud that this is. The fraud of this constant blackmail. The fraud that we can't live without profligate federal spending and borrowing. The fraud that the Democrats stand for the little people. Let's have at it. They've set the battlefield, the political battlefield for us. They're picket. And if they want to charge, let them charge. Who's picket? Never mind. Don't worry about it. Now, this wouldn't be a show without quoting the late, great Luis Gutierrez. Luis Gutierrez, who's retiring from the House of Representatives. One of the great members of the House of Representatives. Is he not, ladies and gentlemen? Great patriot. And, of course, he's on CNN today. Cut 11, go. We need you to end uh, what he calls chain migration, which everybody in the room felt very offended by. All that. right, now, so, okay, so now, here we are. Here we are. Chain migration. Luis Gutierrez speaks for the American people. Chain migration, like little Dick Durbin. Can't use chain migration anymore. Are these people insane? Pathetic? You can't use chain migration anymore? You're racist? Go ahead. Um, it says we need to end uh, chain migration, which is family-based visas. That's where you unite. That's where... I don't no, know. no, no, no. You want to unite? You go back home and unite. This is another issue that, that, that is prime for the, 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 the taking here. Who has divided these families? I haven't. Have you? I don't even know who they are. Who has divided these families? Our country? Of course not. Our immigration laws? Of course not. The families choose on their own to break up in order to play the game and play the system. So he says here, uh, you know, this is where you unite. This is where you unite. Where? In America? You don't unite in America. You're not a citizen of America. You unite in one of the paradises from which you, you, you escaped. I mean, remember now, all countries are alike, all societies are alike, all cultures are alike. This is why Luis Gutierrez is a complete and utter moron and fraud. On the one hand, you have to unite in America. You can't send people back. Why not? They're not citizens. Well, look, well, you'll be sending back the poverty and, the, and this and that. You define the hellhole. Well, what are you, a racist? You know what? I need to debate this guy. I got to figure out a way to dupe him into coming onto my show. I mean, persuade him. Go ahead, Mr. Producer. 
And I say, you know what? I'd really like my dad because that'd be a good thing for me to have. Excuse a... me, your dad sent you to the United States from another, and he's in another country. What do you mean you'd really like your dad? Now let's think this through for two seconds. Children, they tell us children are here through no fault of their own, brought here through no fault of their own. Okay. Well, whose fault is it? It's the parents' fault. Well, who's the parent? Where's the parent? Well, he's not here. He's somewhere else. Well, then it's his fault. Yes. Well, then let's bring him into the United States, too. What kind of a person does that? Well, a future American citizen, apparently. We should play through the various scenarios that Mr. Gutierrez talks about. So we have children coming to the United States through no fault of their own. It's the fault of the parents. And now we need to unite them with their parents. No, unite the children with the parents back where the parents are. And besides, why does it matter if they're, born, if they're raised in America? Since Haiti's no different. Since Mexico's no different. Go ahead. And I want my brothers and I want my wife and children so we can build a family. I shared with him that I found it extraordinary uh, that the president... Wait a minute, he was in the meeting with the president? Why the hell would the White House let this guy in a meeting with the president when all he is is a race baiter, quite frankly? That's what he is. He doesn't say anything that's substantive or particularly intelligent or anything in the, the else. Go ahead. Say that since he inherited the business from his dad. And he has the business. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Inherited the business. What does that have to do with anything? Luis. Go ahead. I'm going to inherit. Uh, the Trump family has made family-based uh, uh, decisions on their business, and that's what Right, want. and Trump's father never sent him to Haiti or Guatemala or Honduras or any other paradise. No. They were part of a nuclear family that stayed and were in the United States. This makes no sense. This man makes no sense, but it doesn't matter. Go ahead. We come and we bring our parents and we create businesses and opportunities. What, what's he talking about now? So everybody who comes here creates businesses and opportunities. Now, we know that's not true. We know that's a flat-out lie. What does this have to do with anything? Come to the United States legally. And then family can be here, you'll start businesses here, and so forth and so on. That's not what we're talking about. My goodness, is this man off his rocker. I think he's deranged. I think he needs psychiatric assistance. Where is Bandy X? Lee, I think he's, uh, you know, one bagel short of a baker's dozen. He is, uh, whatever. But he is these things. Now, it's the last hour, so I have to keep moving. Joe Scarborough, a.k.a. Mr. Deliverance, a.k.a. The Morning Schmo. Uh, the Morning Schmo is on The Morning Schmo today. And, uh, you know, this guy is, he's like a laugh track. That's the point. I 
play his stuff, not to expose you to somebody who's intelligent or profound or wise or anything, just a dreg of society. Cut 13, go. Do you know what else is also odd, Willie? You won't find a reputable doctor in America that will tell you getting four hours of sleep a night is good for you. They will all say the same thing. Get four hours of sleep a night. Over time, your cognitive abilities Mm -hmm. start to degenerate. All right, let's stop. That's not true. That may be true for a lot of people. It's not true for everybody. Abraham Lincoln got four or five hours sleep at night. Albert Einstein got four or five hours sleep at night. Joe Scarborough needs about 12 hours of sleep a day just to get out of bed. So he's a buffoon. Many very wise and accomplished people throughout history have gotten very few hours of sleep. It's something about their DNA. It's something about how they function that is different than a lot of us. And quite frankly, I get four or five hours of sleep a night, maybe six tops. And maybe you take a little nap here and there and so forth and so on. Bill Clinton got four or five hours of sleep a night because he's busy chasing the interns. But Joe Scarborough is an idiot. Go ahead. Respectable doctor in America would say what he said. So are we questioning his integrity? No, we're not. I'm just questioning his motivations. Wait a minute. So the doctor, no respectable doctor in America would do that. But are we questioning his integrity? No, of course. I'm just questioning his motivations. This is a guy that has sponge between his ears. Go ahead. Maybe he likes eating at the White House mess lot. I don't know. Maybe what. you're projecting, you buffoon. Remember? The president gave a speech about a year ago. I've talked about this before. He was among the people in the audience. Remember that? And he was jumping up. A clapping seal, jumping up even before everybody else did because he wanted the cameras on him. Go ahead. But his own words are not the words of a physician. They're the words of a political hack. But he's not questioning his integrity. So here he is now, Joe Scarborough trashing a physician. I believe he's also an admiral, isn't he? He's in the military. He's a rear admiral. He's a rear admiral. Now, Joe Scarborough came to the defense of John Conyers. And now he's trashing a rear admiral because he doesn't like what the rear admiral had to say. He's loathsome, this guy Scarborough. Absolutely loathsome. And he's not done. What's her name kicks in. Cut 14, go. This guy is obviously obese. He's talking about Trump. He's obviously obese. The disrespect that this buffoon shows the President of the United States is really so over the top, it's not even funny. It's way over the top. Go ahead. Overweight, he doesn't exercise, he eats fast No fat shaming, speaking no, no, no. reality. No, he's 71 years old, yeah. he gets four hours of sleep tonight, he has one of the highest stress jobs in the world, and for this guy to come out and whitewash all that... Whitewash say- all of what, you clown? The attack is that Trump is mentally unstable, that's what you've been saying. Now you're accusing him of being fat, now you're saying uh, the doctor's a liar... I mean, there comes a point when management at a corporation 
management at a corporation like NBC or Comcast, does Comcast own it? I don't know anymore. Says, you know what? This is so out of bounds, it's worse than the National Enquirer. We've got to get this under control. We really do. We don't mind people giving their opinion. But this isn't somebody giving an opinion. Scarborough has such a hate on him. He's so poisonous. And so is that partner of his. That they just reek of this. And at a minimum, he should be working at CNN. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Here's the good news, ladies and gentlemen. As I started the point yesterday about the Democrats choosing illegal aliens over American citizens, it is spreading like wildfire. During the break, I was watching our favorite cable network, and there it is. Uh, And others in talk radio have picked it up, too. And I think it's very important that they do. The Democrats have boxed themselves in. As I also said the other day, the Democrats have no specific positions. They have generic positions. They have platitudinous comments about generic positions. But they don't have any real way about growing the economy, no real positions on that, about securing the border, because they oppose it, about building up the military, because they don't want to build up the military. They want to build up food stamps program. And so they are so far left uh, that the uh, the progressives uh, within the Democrat Party, which is the Democrat Party, that they don't want to get into the specifics. I mean, the ones that do are the Bernie Sanders types, and that's perfect. All right. Now, we've had enough of Joe Scarborough. How about a little bit of Donald Trump? We haven't heard from him, have we? Donald Trump goes into Pennsylvania today, campaigning for a candidate in a congressional district. And if he doesn't tout his record, clearly it won't be touted in most of the media outlets. Cut 15, go. The unemployment rate is at now an 18-year low. I would say 17 years, and now it just lifted to 18 years. The number of Americans applying for unemployment benefits just hit a 45-year low. Something I'm really proud of, because I've been saying it. What do you have to lose? African-American unemployment is at its lowest level ever recorded. Female unemployment is at the lowest level in 17 years. Hispanic American unemployment has hit its all-time lows. Lowest ever. Pensions and retirement accounts are surging in value as the stock market smashes one record high after another. Hmm. Sounds like our fire alarm is going off here. Uh, In any event... um, But there is no fire. Let's see here. If the president doesn't say these things, obviously nobody will. You won't hear these in the major media. And why not? Let's go to cut 16. Go. 
Our tax bill also took a historic step to restore health care freedom. No longer will the federal government punish you for fines if you can't afford an Obamacare-mandated health plan because we repealed Obamacare's cruel, it was cruel, individual mandate. Hmm. He's right about that. More. Cut 17. Go. There is no limit to what we can achieve when we set free the dreams of our incredible people. You're incredible people. Americans crossed oceans, tamed the wilderness, dug out the Panama Canal, and launched a man onto the face of the moon. American hands and grit poured the concrete in our highways and forged the steel in our skyscrapers. Americans built the Hoover Dam, the magnificent Hoover Dam, if you've ever seen it. The Empire State Building, they built it in one year. Nobody knows that. One year. It's actually less than one year. The Empire State Building. We won two world wars. Americans do anything build anything and create anything as long as we have pride in our country confidence in our values and respect for our great american flag yes i mean this is a magnificent record that the president has right now magnificent record but you wouldn't know it if you listen to these other stations and that's the point that's the point what is wrong with this record what has the president done that's so horrific Nothing. What has the president done that is so terrible? Nothing. Exactly. And yet the president gets no credit for any of it. All right. We're going to take an early break, Mr. Producer. I'll be right back. Making conservatism great again. Dial in now. 877-381-3811. Live radio, baby. May I give you a piece of advice, ladies and gentlemen? Never switch the air conditioning over to heating in the middle of the program. That's what happened. And so uh, it sets off the alarm. It's not the alarm's fault. It's the way it is. Everything's perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. I know the liberals out there, burn it down, burn it down. No, 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 we're in good shape. You know, uh, you've heard me talk of the amazing shave I get from my uh, Dollar Shave Club Razor, especially when I use it with their Dr. Carver's Shave Butter. Well, I'm here to tell you, I'm never giving up my membership. In fact, I'm adding even more DSC products to my daily routine. Dollar Shave Club makes products for your hair, face, skin, shower, everything you need. And they have me looking and feeling amazing, don't they? I think I look and feel amazing if I say so myself. And it's all their own, original stuff. They only use the finest premium ingredients and they deliver it to you just like they do their razors. That means no more annoying trips to the store cruising up and down aisles, looking at shelf upon shelf of what the hell is that? What am I doing here in the first place? And why is that guy staring at me? Anyway, I use Dollar Shave Club for almost everything. Razors, 
body cleanser, even hair gel. Yes. Yes, you do too, right? All right. DSC has you covered head to toe. And now it's a great time to give Dollar Shave Club a try. You can get your first month of their best razor along with travel-sized versions of shave butter and body cleanser, just 5 bucks. And after that, replacement cartridges ship for just a few bucks a month. It's the DSC Starter Set. Get yours for 5 bucks exclusively at dollarshaveclub.com slash mark. I encourage you to do this, seriously. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash mark. And you know, the funny thing about switching from air conditioning to heating in the middle of the show, when the alarm goes off, I'm at the Florida bunker where it's like 40 degrees out here or 37 degrees out here. I left Virginia. I mean, it's colder up there, don't get me wrong, but it's 14 degrees warmer in Florida than it is in Virginia. I say we go to Arizona. Check that place out. Maybe it won't be as cold. But anyway, all right, let's take a couple of calls here. All right, let's see here. I'm trying to pull up the screen. Uh, do we have any libs, Mr. Producer? Uh, they tend to be in. Oh, Josh, Lacrosse, Kansas, Sirius Satellite. How are you, sir? Pretty good. I'm. Unfortunately, I'm. I'm not a. I'm not necessarily a lib. I, uh, I, I'll be the judge of that, sir. Yes. I, I, it, it must be nice to just now turn on the heat. That's, I'd like to start by saying that. Yes. <laughs> but uh, no, I was just wanted to talk about this essential blue wave that. Uh, everybody foresees coming in the 2018 election. And I just, I really think they're overplaying a lot of it. it there's just, there's no, not. It could no- be true, but what does that have to do with, we're talking about chain migration and government shutdown and this, that, and the other. Well, I, I, I think that the government shutdown, I mean, in all reality, I don't think anybody's real concerned about it. We've already seen it happen once before. By, by the way, on this blue Obama. wave, this blue, we have a blue wave in Virginia. We just had... Um, how many? We had almost the entire Republican majority numbers blown out in the assembly. They went from 64 to 51 out of 100. I'd call that a way, wouldn't you? Well, on the state level, yes. I guess I was looking more as far as the House and the Senate, the federal Senates go. Well, why, 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 why do you think the way would only apply to state delegates, as if most people even know who their state delegates are? This is true. It doesn't, and I, I, I haven't. I guess, and that's that's my fault. I haven't delved far. Let me try it this way. Where do you see Republicans picking up a whole bunch of seats? Well, I, I, I think there's the definite possibility. There's at least thirteen or fourteen, I believe, senators up for re-election on the. Well, I, I agree. I agree with you that the numbers are in our favor. If you're analyzing the seats that are up, I'm asking you, where do you see the Republicans picking up a bunch of seats? We should be right. I, I, I see it in places like Michigan, in places like Minnesota. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You think we're going to pick up a Senate seat in Michigan? I think it's possible. No, I don't think that is possible. It, I, I think. Well, who, who is running? These, these are the kinds of... Hold on now. Who's running? It, I, I don't know off the top you of don't my head. Know. I haven't done enough research, and I apologize. You don't have to apologize. I'm just saying... It's it's clearly possible the Republicans will hold on in the Senate, but they should do more than hold on in the Senate. They should be picking up ten seats. Ten seats. It's possible they'll hold on in the House. So far, they're losing 
several seats in the House. Uh, but they should be picking up, you know, five or ten or six, eight in the House. I know, well, on an off-year election, when they control the White House, they should lose. Particularly when it comes to the Senate, we shouldn't lose anything. Well, They've got a I, lot I of vulnerable I, Democrats who are up for a re-election. I, I think that the, the standard that Democratic candidates are coming out with, they're essentially running on elect us and we'll impeach Trump. And, that's they, not and I agree with that. The problem is they are all fired up, and that's what this is all about. When you talk about Trump the racist, talk about Trump mentally deranged, talk about Trump this and Trump that, that's what they're doing. Now, as you know, I have also cautioned and I've said the Democrats, when it comes to specific issues, they're not very good. They're good on platitudes. They're good on talking about, you know, the general, uh, you know, we should unite, reunite families. Okay, you don't want a wall? Well, you know, we'll get them to a wall here and a fence over there. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll do this over there. You never know. That kind of stuff. And I think, again, if the Republicans have had their, would have their act together, they could, they could make some progress. But they don't. You're right, and and as far as that line goes, I do have a kind of a, a personal question for you. I'm I'm 28 years old, and yes. I'm looking at running for our state congress here in Kansas, and not this coming 2018, but in 2020. Well, I wish you well. Thank you for your call. Uh, don't slip in, and get your name out there if you're running for office. Uh, that that means this entire show would have 4,000 candidates on it. In fact, there's some guy in South Dakota that keeps trying to contact me directly. I'll never endorse him. Leaving me personal messages and everything else? No, it doesn't work that way. Let us go to Keith, Tucson, Arizona, the great KNST. I love Tucson, Arizona. I love Little Abner's, one of the great steakhouses. That's all I'll say. How may I help you? Hey, how's it going, Mark? It's going great, thank you. Hey, I think the, uh, you know, President's Merit System idea is a, is a great idea. I mean, if, you know, the... I agree with you. That's the way it used to be before 1965. Yeah. If they want to pay, you know, taxes and abide by the laws, then why not give them a shot, you know? It doesn't... What I'm talking about is the United States citizenry as a group gets to decide who comes here. They get to decide what the priorities are. They get to decide what the merit-based system should be. Now, I'm not talking about a pure democracy here, but our interests should be represented in Congress. When the Democrats say they're going to shut down the government if the President of the United States doesn't agree to legalize an enormous number of illegal aliens, you can call them DACA, you can call them Dreamers, you can call them whatever you want. They are illegal aliens. Uh, That's the problem. DACA is caca, you know? DACA is caca? Yeah. Well, sir. Well, I don't know, sir. Uh, you're, you you should be banned. All right, thank you for your call. Just kidding. As a matter of fact, CNN just fired another conservative, the conservative who replaced Jeffrey Lord, guy by the name of Martin. They just fired him. So CNN's busy purifying their lineup. They're unfair and unbalanced over there. Let's take another call. Greg, Frankfurt, Indiana, on the Mark Levin app. How are you? Well, hello, Mark. My goodness, it's so good to talk to you, and I must congratulate you right out of the get-go. It feels like that you and I both have been vindicated. I believe you said it was March when you drew out your, uh, oh, you more or less exposed their, their 
the little plan or diabolical things they were doing in the FBI. Right. My brother, I mean, my goodness, I've been an advocate. I started listening to you in 2011. I'm sorry, I'm very nervous. But Thank um, you. Relax, no problem. <laughs> man, everywhere I go, friends, family, coworkers, I'm, I'm toting a conservative cause. I fight on Facebook. I do everything I can to try to enlighten people like you enlightened me in 2011 when well, I found you at WBDO in Orlando. Yeah, and we're not even there anymore. <laughs> We've moved man, on. I, <laughs> it's going to be great, brother, I'm telling you. Um, hell, there were people I knew that were ready to put you off in the tin foil hat society. By <laughs> God, they're all wrong now. <laughs> well, are you going to watch me on my uh, new Fox show on starting Sunday, the last Sunday in February at 10 p.m. Eastern? I am so stoked, brother. My mother's even stoked about it. She's 70-something and lives in Winter Haven, Florida. But, uh, man, I live in one of the highest Hispanic concentrated uh, counties in the state of Indiana. Yeah. Um, uh, you should give your liberals my phone number. I'll be more than happy to explain how things work. No, they don't want to hear anything. I All right, Greg. Listen, i got to run. Thank you very, very much for your call. We'll be right back. Mark Lovin. that our $20 trillion national debt, while it's estimated to be $40 trillion in the next 12 years, a debt train this large can only be headed towards disaster. And we print more and more dollars, we lose more and more buying power, investors know that it's not what you have but what you keep. That's why they diversify their portfolios to help keep their buying power strong when the dollar goes weak. PM Capital, they understand wealth preservation. And Scott Carter is one of the principals there. He's an old buddy of mine. And they're helping you keep you your buying power. That's their goal. Many investors are diversifying their portfolios and IRAs right now with gold and silver. Don't be caught on the tracks of the debt train disaster. Diversify today. Learn more by claiming your free PM Capital Investor Guide. And for a limited time, receive $500 in free gold or silver on qualifying purchases. All you have to do is call them. Just dial pound 250 and say the keyword Mark Levin. It's that simple. Pound 250, keyword Mark Levin. PM Capital Specialists are standing by. Call pound 250 and say Mark Levin. These guys are so good that they're a new sponsor. And I've moved over to them uh, because I know Scott Carter. I know how, how uh, virtuous these people are, and they're trying to do the right thing by you. So it's pound 250, keyword Mark Levin. And that's PM Capital Specialist. You know, what's interesting? What's interesting is um, earlier this week, Monday, I was under anesthesia for a procedure, not, not the end of the world. And I came behind the microphone and I did my show. I never said a word. Now the damn fire alarm goes off and the smoke alarm goes off because we switched the air conditioning to heat. And I just stuck behind the microphone and did my job. The whole damn thing could burn down, and I'd still be behind the microphone. So there you have it. That's live radio. And those of you who are listening to me tape delayed, well, you're listening tape delayed to what was live radio. All right, let's go. Greg, West Ridgeland, Washington. The great KFLD. Go. Mark, it's an honor. I've been listening to you for years, and Thank I've you. learned so much you've really educated me thank you um in so many ways 
Um, I, I contacted Jeff, Senator Jeff Flake's office yesterday yes. with the hopes I could just pass a message on to him. Uh, the secretary gal that answered the phone, um, um, you know, I said I'd like to pass a couple things on to him, and one of the things was that one of the most one of the things that uh, he is responsible for as a senator is are the citizens of this country, not only his state but the, the country, as well as the country itself. And uh, she says. Like she was just dumbfounded. Citizens? What, what do you mean? What's your definition of citizens? I said, you know, I'm thinking. Well, are you serious? And she was serious. I said, U.S. citizens, full-fledged U.S. citizens. And she just went silent, like she just couldn't uh, grasp. Well, what... you know what? I don't even blame her. I blame her boss, Senator Flake. This guy, he's he's sort of the Joe Scarborough of the United States Senate without the uh, the dopey partner. And the thing is, he has such a hate on from Trump, because Trump has effectively ended his Senate career. To call the president, in essence, akin to Joseph Stalin, is so nuts. To know what Joseph Stalin did, and to say that about the president, shows me what an ignoramus this Jeff Flake really is. And the people of Arizona will correct this. He will not be elected again. He will be gone. In fact, he's such a coward, he wouldn't stand for the electorate again. Because he would have gotten blown out. So now he just goes to the floor of the United States Senate, and he, he wings it. He makes these comments. And, of course, the media love it. So he's playing to the media now. All right, Greg, thanks for your call. Back to Arizona, Bob Scottsdale, Arizona, XM Satellite. Go! Hey, Mark. First of all, congratulations on your new show on Fox. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Listen, non, the, uh, the Democrats seem to want to have a government shutdown. And my point is, okay, they'll blame the Republicans. But uh, it seems like it's an inconvenience for the taxpayers and a paid vacation for the government workers. I'd like to see President Trump say, listen, if the Democrats really want to have a shutdown, you're not going to get reimbursed for your uh, time off on the taxpayers. Well, dollars. that's an interesting point because typically Congress goes back and pays the federal employees when they shut down the government. Yes. And, and you make an interesting point when it comes to this game, this blackmail that the Democrats are involved in. They hold a pistol to the head of the American people if they don't get what they want. So maybe the president should say, okay, we're not going to pay. We're not going to, re we're not going to pay anybody back pay. Uh, the when the Democrats do this, because this is obviously one of their big constituency groups. Go ahead. No, yes, he, he does what he says, and I, I think it would uh, maybe wake some people up. All right, my friend. Appreciate your call. Joe, Bellevue, Nebraska, on the Mark Levin app. Go. Hey, Mark. Two quick points. First, I'm a never-Trumper kind of guy. I, uh, Did you but, say uh, ever-Trumper or never-Trumper? Never-Trumper. But I am very proud of what he's done in sticking with his campaign promise. I thought for sure we were getting to a point where somebody was going to fold, and Trump stuck with his uh, campaign promises. And uh, Well, then how you can know, you still be a never-Trumper if you're proud of Trump for sticking with well, his campaign promises? Well, you know, promises? it's just one of those things. Like you, he does some great things. He does a very conservative things that I'm very proud of. 
But then there's some things that just scare him. All right, but that doesn't make you a never-Trumper. If you uh, disagree with the president on some issues, you disagree with every president on some issues. That's true. But he has done a remarkable job. He didn't fold. I'm sure McConnell, Deb Fisher here in Nebraska, and the other flakes would have uh, caved <laughs> already. But he stood the ground, and now we You see got... what he said today? What they're cut? He's going to veto, he said. But Lindsey Graham and the others, he didn't use the word veto. He said, I'm opposed to it. I'm not going to do it. Well. I mean, if Jeb Bush were there, he'd do it in two seconds, let's be honest. Or Kasich were there, and Lindsey Graham and all the rest of them. They'd do it in two seconds. Yep. The rest of the flakes. The other point was, uh, I dialed in when you were uh, talking about the uh, release of the House report and that it was classified. Right. And uh, it came across, I said, (laughs) that's kind of funny. I mean, uh classified in uh, in the Congress is uh, an oxymoron. All right, baby. Got to run. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, and emergency personnel. And by the way, Great Levin TV tonight. I hope you'll check it out. It'll be on in just a few minutes, and I'll see you right here tomorrow. Maybe I'll just keep switching the air conditioning and heating off and on and off and on and see what happens. All right, see you tomorrow. God bless.